Hi, my name is Enrico Ferri and welcome to this Burning Lamp podcast. We have a passion for worship, whether it's worship leading or just worshiping together with other believers in Christ. And we realize that worship is not just five songs on a Sunday or even just a two-hour worship session, but that worship is a lifestyle where we bring our bodies as a living sacrifice of praise before the Lord on a daily basis. And on this podcast, we share in that manner, whether it's through a song, testimony, teaching, and interviewing other believers and brothers and sisters in Christ. So welcome to this Burning Lamp podcast and enjoy this episode. Hi guys, thank you for tuning in today to another stewardship message. We have been um, sharing on stewardship for the last three weeks, um, starting off with stewardship of the heart, uh, two episodes that we did, and then steward, stewarding our gifts, the, the wonderful gifts that God has given us to steward on this earth to expand His kingdom. And today, I felt on my heart to share a bit about steward, stewarding our finances. And I need to start off and say to you guys that I definitely am not the best financing guy. Um, I have definitely not studied finance in my life hi guys thank you for tuning in to another stewardship message today um i want to ask you to share this with a friend to tag a friend on this timeline I also want to ask you to be responsive uh, and comment in the comment section, you know, when you feel like I share something or the Holy Spirit uh, shares something with you that excites your heart, please share with us in the comment section. And if you also want us to pray for you, also you are so welcome to share that in the comment section. Um, so yeah, thank you for tuning in. My name is Enrico Ferri from Burning Lab Ministries and um, I have just... Uh, uh, it was, it's just been so exciting for me to share about stewardship over the last three weeks. For those of you who missed it, we actually started off with Stewardship of the Heart, which were two episodes, which really is about um, that life begins from the heart, you know, that uh, through the heart and out of the heart flows the issues of life. And it's so important that our hearts and we as, as the stewards, as the captains of our ship, and everything that God has entrusted uh, us with around us so that we are healthy, enable, uh, enabling us to make the right decisions being led by the Holy Spirit. And then I shared in, in episode three a bit about um, stewarding the gifts that God has given us and um, um, that these gifts are not ours to own, but it's, it's simply to point people to Jesus, to expand His kingdom on the earth in a supernatural way. Well, today I felt in my heart to share a bit about uh, stewarding our finances. And I want to start off by firstly saying that I'm not the financial expert. I'm not a financial advisor at all. I definitely do not have all the answers in the world. But I feel like maybe just there are some things that I have journeyed on um, and that Anya and myself, my wife, have journeyed on through the years and some parts in scripture and some testimonies that I would love to share with you today. But uh, before we start, let's just pray together. 
Jesus, thank you for this time. Thank you that we can just sit at your feet, drink from you, drink from the revelation that you have to share, God. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the example of everything that we need in life. God, that we can just look at you and gaze upon what you say in your word um, and through that be transformed to look even more like you, God, and to expand your kingdom on the earth so that people can look at the way that we live and the way that we steward what you have given us and see that truly you are the God that we serve. That is not just about um, the words that we speak, but that our hearts are truly invested in this lifestyle of worship. I pray that um, you'll bless us and that you'll give us the spirit of revelation and the knowledge of who you are in this session so that we can see what your heart is regarding our finances. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, I know when people uh, want to share about finances, it's always like, it's almost like you shut off because I know through the years, people have really gotten hurt and, and been misunderstood when it comes to finances. But I do believe that it's something that's on God's heart and that it forms part of what he has called us for and part of the kingdom. Hear this uh, profound food for thought. Uh, the money you have come from God's trees. Isn't that amazing? Um, so everything that we have, just like we spoke about in stewardship, belongs to God. You know, he has entrusted us with wealth. He has entrusted us with, with creative ideas to create wealth. But he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he owns the hills. So everything belongs to him. God wants um, to give us finances so that we can bless others. It's so important. In, in our, and, and what I want to start off with is something that I started off with uh, in the beginning of the stewardship series. And I also mentioned to you guys that I'll share something and I'll, I want to keep the testimony uh, until the end of this video so please stay tuned um, but was mark 4 verse 24 and i want to read this to you out of the new king james version then he said to them take heed what you hear with the same measure you use it will be measured to you and um, and to you who hear more will be given for whoever has to him more will be given but whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away this is such a profound passage of scripture, guys, where God says that take heed, listen to what I say about my kingdom, listen to what I say, uh, the instructions I give you, Enrico. Don't try to make it complicated. I just want you to be obedient. And then by the same measure that you heard and you apply what I have told you, I will entrust to you more. I will give that what you already have. I will give you more. And if you don't necessarily want to listen, I, what you have, I would take away from you. Not in a sense of, uh, do not have fear of in the sense that he's going to strip your whole life from you and you're not going it's, it's to, it's an invitation to step into the more, it's an invitation to step into this journey and, and the fullness that he has um, died on the cross for us. You see, money is not the problem, but the love for money is the problem. And I want to read, we all know this so well. Out of Matthew 6, 24, it says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And you know what's so interesting? I've been thinking about this passage of Scripture, specifically in the season of our lives. If you look at the world, um, 
and everything going on, I have just come to the realization again that everything is about money, guys. And you know what I think when it comes to this verse, always in our lives with everything that we do in life, we need money, right? Like even the, the chairs that you have in your church or the microphones that your worship leaders sing on, that cost money. So you needed money to buy those things. But what I feel like in my heart, God is saying that it's always about the intentions of our hearts. Why are we doing what we're doing? You know, and um, if you look at a lot of different industries in the world, um, there are many hidden agendas just to get money out of people and just to grow other people's wealth. And, and I believe that God wants to redeem that. What the enemy has stolen in the season, he wants to give back to us in abundance. And it's so beautiful, just after he mentions this about we cannot serve both God and mammon, he actually goes on from verse, if you read Matthew 6, 24, he actually goes on from verse 25. And guys, this is a passage of scripture that is so familiar to a lot of us, specifically when we feel short in season, specifically when we feel desperate for a breakthrough. This is such a comforting word from Jesus to us. And I want to read it to you from verse 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Um, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds um, of the air, for, th for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. This is so profound. Just did you hear that passage of scripture? They do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet uh, your heavenly Father feeds them. So God looks after them. They don't even apply any principles that he has given. They do not sow, they do, sow, they do not reap, they do not even gather. But just God, they just know that every day they're going to they're gonna be fed, they're going to have food. Are you not of more value than they? So God says that we are a lot, a lot more valuable than the birds trusting for food every day. So how much more doesn't God want to bless us? Which of you, by the worrying, can add a cubit to the stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O oh, you of little faith, therefore do not worry, saying, what shall, I, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For, you, for your heavenly Father knows what you need um, in all these things. And then, guys, what's so powerful after this comforting word, and it's almost, remember, he started off with, you can't serve both God and mammon in this passage of Scripture. And then he ends off, in this passage of scripture and he says the following but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things sufficient for the day is its own trouble so god is saying and you know what often when we read verse 33 our flesh is so inclined to the second part because all else will be added guys but we need to come to a place where we almost like for a season, typics that second part out 
and where we are faithful in seeking first the kingdom of God in our lives and everything. And then he says that if you seek me wholeheartedly, if you seek my heart for people, if you seek my heart for your family, if you seek my heart for yourself, for your finances, applying my principles, then I will add to your life because I can trust you as a good steward to steward what I've given you and I will give you even more. This is just so beautiful. Um, you were made to be a river and not to be a, reserv a reservoir. You were not made to be like the Dead Sea that only has an inflow, but you were created to have an inflow and an outflow, to be a vessel for God to flow through, even when it comes to money. I want to read to you out of Luke 12, 14 to 21, this the story of this rich man, the parable of the rich man. And God said, but he said to him, man who made me a judge or an uh, arbitrator over you. And he said to them, take heed and be aware of covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them and said, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he taught himself, saying, um, What shall I do, since I have no room to store all these crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and they will store all my crops and many goods. And I will say to my, soil, uh, to my soul, Soul, you have many good goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night you, your soul will be required of you. Um, then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich towards the Lord. After that, he speaks of the same thing. Do not worry, just like we read out of Matthew 6. So guys, I've, I've realized in seasons like these, when we worry uh, specifically about our wealth and our comfort and, and a possible shortage, remember guys, fear is not of the Lord. That's why he speaks this encouraging word out of Matthew 6 because what happens in seasons, and I've seen it in myself, is when I worry and when I'm concerned, I actually close my hand and I withhold my finances, not wanting to give because just what if, why? It's, it's actually so scary if you think about that you're, your mind and your heart always goes to, but what What if? Isn't that scary to think that you're actually expecting the worst, where God wants you to expect His promises? Like He says that what He's planning for you in the future is, is abundance and hope um, and, and a future. He doesn't always promise that it'll go well. He doesn't always promise that you'll have in abundance, but He promises that He will always be there for you. God wants to give you more so that you can give more. God has called people to generate wealth for His kingdom. Guys, and I want to encourage you that you should realize that God's principles when it comes to money is fixed. He set those principles. And God cannot go against one of those principles or anything else because if He does, then we can doubt in Him completely. That's why He says that I'm not a man that I would lie, that you can trust me. If you seek my kingdom first, I will add to your life. Um, guys, I want to encourage you with this thing is we do not give so that we can gain. You know, it's, it's something that I've heard 
so many people say often, and it's, it's, a, it's a dangerous conditioning of the mind when it comes to being a child of God. We do not give so that we can gain. We firstly give to God because He says in His Word that what you do unto the least of these you do unto me. Also says in Colossians um, 3 that everything you do um, has to be unto the Lord. So even your giving, even your, your just sowing a seed into someone's life, it's not so that you can gain something. Your, your, the first thing in your mind shouldn't be the reason why I'm giving because I know God's going to give me. The first reason why you give is an act of worship unto Jesus. It's first because you're giving unto Jesus. What you do unto the least of these, you do unto Him. And then the rewarding, you leave to Him because He is faithful. He will reward those who seek Him. He will re reward those who are faithful in the little and He will appoint them over bigger things. But the rewarding lies with Him. He is the God of all gods. He owns you. He's the one that will reward you in due time as He pleases. But I just feel like we need to break this thing down and we need to come back to the truth of what giving is. That giving, well, in my opinion, in my heart, when I give to someone, I firstly know that God, this seed, financial seed that I'm sowing into someone's life is firstly unto you. May you be glorified by this seed that I'm giving. This is my act of worship. And trusting, like I said, the principles that he has put in place that I'll read now, that Paul speaks about in 2 Corinthians, that is set there in stone. And, and it will happen to those who are obedient to those principles. But first, those who are obedient and who serves God with their money. So let me read that to you in 2 Corinthians 9, 67. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one gives as he purposes in his heart. So Paul is saying here, as you feel led by the Holy Spirit in your heart to give the specific amount, then do that as you are led and felt in your heart to give. Not grudgingly um, or for necessity. Like you see, you do not give because you need something. Um, but God loves a cheerful giver. So you see, it's out of that joy and out of praise to the Lord that we give. It's, it's out of cheerful giving. And yes, sometimes <laughs> maybe... Being obedient to the Lord and His voice uh, maybe stretches your finances for a moment. But maybe in that moment, He wants to teach you to trust Him more. He wants to teach you to trust in His principles and what He's put in place to bless you as you are obedient to Him. So just remember what we spoke about in Mark 4, 24, where, where He said, uh, Take heed to what I hear, because by the measure you replied will measure to you. This is the same thing. So if you take heed to what he says and you apply that in a bountiful way, then you will, then you will read bountifully. It's so beautiful. I want to share two testimonies with you. The one is specifically built around um, this Mark 4. Is I remember one afternoon just at about 2 o'clock, I sat with the Lord and I really felt the Holy Spirit leading me to Mark 4. And as I read, like verse 24 just stood out to me, this whole part of take heed to what I hear God. And Guys, and I remember in that moment, God spoke to me, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Enrico, trust me today um, and sow a financial seed. And I, guys, the reason why I'm sharing, I believe these testimonies, we need to share our testimonies to encourage one another in this season specifically to be faithful and to keep on doing the good work that God has called us to do. So that's why I'm sharing this. So in that moment, um, I just really felt the Lord say, Enrico, trust me today. Take heed to what I'm saying. 
take heed to my instructions. You can trust me. Just apply to what I'm saying to you now. And guys, I remember I went into the bank and I sowed a financial seed. And guys, you wouldn't believe it, but the next morning when, I, when we woke up, three different people uh, paid something into our accounts. That, you see, when, when, when things like that happen in your life, first-hand experience, nobody can take it away from you. People can have their opinions about whatever they want to have. But you know that you know that God spoke to you and this is what happens. That was so profound. The other story, just in the beginning of lockdown, um, I got 750. Uh, the reason why I'm sharing the amount is you will find out now. I got 750 rand um, for something that we did for someone. And um, the, the cash was in my pocket. And so I visited friends that were going through a difficult patch. And, you know, in that moment, as I was standing there, the Holy Spirit said, Enrico, give it all away and I've, I've found in my life that uh, when God speaks to me in that way there's tension in my heart going on and I'm, I'm like wrestling and I'm saying God but we need this we need to plan you know lockdown we can't travel we can't minister uh, it's unsure times you know it's you see exactly where your head actually goes and um, God just encouraged me in that moment he said just give everything so I took it out just gave it to them and guys probably about an hour later when I got home I gave 650 rand an hour when I later when I got home someone paid 1400 rand it's almost it's more than double than what I said someone paid 1400 rand into our account and the reason why I'm sharing this with you is not to boast about anything I'm I'm absolutely sharing this with you because it's amazing how good our Abba Father is it's amazing when we step into that invitation of this excitement of a journey and he invites you into that place and when you are just obedient to his voice and you do what he asks you to do how refreshing and how it brings life into your life when these kind of things happen this is and and i want to encourage you guys with this today i've god has spoken to me prophetically in the lockdown and he said that this is very obvious that, and he said that Many things will come to an end, sadly. Many movements will come to an end. Many businesses will come to an end. But God, but God, this, this ending of many things, this ending of businesses creates space for the birthing of something new. And maybe this is a season for you to finally birth your dream of business, birth your dream of whatever the case may be, whatever movement you want to start. But I believe that God is raising up entrepreneurs and business people in this season, in the secular world, uh, to be financial injections into the body of Christ, into the kingdom of God, to expand the kingdom of God. And that's what it's about. It's, 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 we all bring something to the table in this journey of the kingdom. And I really feel in my heart, I just want to apologize to those people who... Um, has been deceived and lied to in the past about finances when it comes to whatever institution or, or whatever the case may be. And I want to encourage you just to go back to God's feet and to go sit with Him and to give that hurt and the, in, the unsurety of, of being a river again. Give that to Him because I believe that He's inviting you into that place again. Um, to be a giver, to be a sower into the ministry of the Lord, into the kingdom of God. So, um, so may you be encouraged in the season that 
despite of the things that our country is going through, despite the things that the world is going through, that God is so much greater. What seems to be impossible for man is, is possible for God. So I want to encourage you. I want to really speak a blessing over your finances. I really want to speak a blessing over your business. May you steward your finances according to what the Holy Spirit teaches you to do. And maybe that's sometimes the problem, guys, is, is that it's great to listen to very, a lot of financial teachings and uh, sermons and um, education. That's all good. But how often do we actually sit with the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit, what should I do with this money? Um, what should I do for that person today? What do you want me to give today? And maybe it's just time to allow the Holy Spirit to once again um, show you what you need to do with your finances. And guys, also to be good stewards of your family. Uh, it's, it's so important that um, slogan that says that um, charity starts at home. It's so important to also plan for your children's future if you can, if it's possible, or then to trust the Lord, to make sure that your hub or the resource center of which you want to bless other people so that that hub, which is you and your family, is also healthy and in a place that you can constantly um, allow God's finances to flow through you for the kingdom. So I really want to pray a blessing over you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our message today. Remember to press the subscribe button. For more content and resources, visit our Facebook pages at Enrico and Anya Worship and Burning Lamp Ministries. And also remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Enrico and Anya Worship. If you want to come in contact with us, please send us an email to info at burninglampmusic.co.za.